1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Scotland lead 2-1 against Armenia in Yerevan. They've had to come from behind to get that lead and the hosts are now down to 10 men as well with the second half just about to kick off. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Gordon DL. Yes, good evening Andrew. And uh, you know, just watching the first half of the Scotland game, I'm sure a lot of Scottish fans will be a bit annoyed about the performance. It wasn't the greatest viewing up until 44 minutes when... Obviously, the home side were reduced to 10 men. Right after that, Armstrong, terrific goal. I thought he's played very well tonight uh, to put us 2-1 in at half time. But I've got to say, defensively, midfield, I think we've been very poor tonight. Well, let us know what you think at home. We want to hear from you, whether it's what you saw in the first half, whether it's what you want to see in the second half as the teams make their way out the tunnel at the moment. As always, it's 0141951-1025 or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. Gordon, it felt like Scotland needed a really good start to this game just because of the general feeling around the Scotland team at the moment and that did not happen whatsoever. Scotland went behind really early, about six minutes in and defensively, it was a bit of a shambles, wasn't it? I think the tone was set in the first 30 seconds when the ball went back and I think it was Hanley tried to make a pass to Henry on the left-hand side, kicked the ball right out the park, uh, players looking at each other. I thought the back three has been all over the place. The wing-backs haven't been involved. Gilmore and McGregor's been very quiet. I think the one that you can look at just now, because he's two goals, and they were two very good goals, especially the one just before half-time, is Armstrong. Um, he's played very well indeed. But if you're Steve Clark, you've got to be asking better. This is not a good side we are playing against. Let's be honest about it. I know they beat um, Republic Ireland over there 1-0. They got a flick goal for about 25 yards. Ireland should have put, tucked them away, missed chance after chance. But defensively tonight, the back three for us have been terrible. Yeah, Scotland going behind early on and then it was a Stuart Armstrong goal around 14 minutes in. There was a stroke of luck. It was Jack Hendry's ball into the box. Shea Adams looked as if he attempted an overhead kick and actually played it straight into the path of Stuart Armstrong who ran into the box. Good finish into the bottom corner. Then an absolute moment of madness from one of the Armenian players. A poor challenge right before half-time on Nathan Patterson. He then went head-to-head with John McGinn. He did that, one of those sort of half headbutts, but he put his head into John McGinn. He was shown a second yellow card and he was sent off. Scotland then went straight up the park. A really nice move, that one, for the second goal as well. As Scotland are in and the ball is just too long. Mm-hmm. But that was a positive start for Scotland. Uh, but as I say, it did go 2-1 just before the stroke of half-time. Stuart Armstrong with a lovely finish. It yeah, was for that, that goal And uh, 2-1 It is at the moment Scotland against 10 men Yeah and they say They say football's all about timing Obviously the, the sending off A minute before half time It was a sending off I don't know what the lad Was thinking about It was absolutely silly uh, He deserved the two yellows The red card followed He got his marching orders And Scotland punished him uh, Just before half time I think that made Steve Clark's Half time team talk A little bit better because I think keeping 11 v 11, this side were as good as Scotland. Let's not get carried away. They were dangerous. They were creating chances. They were causing all sorts of problems. But we've certainly got a big advantage now. 
We're looking for a better second half. There's no doubt we need players to step up, move the ball a bit quicker, get a few goals and get this game to bed and get three points and get out of there. Well, it doesn't matter that the game's on because we still want to hear from you. What are you thinking of what's going on over there in Yerevan? 01419511025. Stephen is first up in Coatbridge. Stephen, what have you made of the game so far? Um, the scoreline's flattering them. Uh, I don't think Scotland have been at their best at all. Um, Grant Hanley, I've seen milk turn quicker. I don't know how the guy gets near a Scotland team. It baffles me. I would have had Lewis Ferguson on before Billy Gilmer and Che Adams for Ross Stewart. Do you know what I mean? They're bringing these guys in. Ross Stewart's been scoring goals for Sunderland. Che Adams hasn't scored in 16 games. Billy Gilmer hasn't been the best. He hasn't, he's not had a, a good few weeks. So freshen it up a wee bit more. Get fresh legs in there. Lewis Ferguson could have changed that. I think that's, that's where I would have picked from that midfield. Even David Turnbull could have done something. That's just, I just wanted to know your, your thoughts on that, guys. Gordon, do you feel that team needed a few more changes yeah, than there have I, been tonight? I do. I think it was a perfect. Uh, I will just read out that starting lineup okay. before we start, just in case um, people aren't aware of it. Craig Gordon and goal, the back three: Hendry, Hanley, and McTominay. Patterson as the right wing back. Greg Taylor as the left wing back. McGregor and Gilmore as the two central midfielders. Armstrong and McGinn behind Shea Adams. Andy Robertson hasn't travelled because of injury. The same for Scott McKenna. John Souter has been left out as a precaution as well. Yeah, I do. I, I agree. Um, it's interesting there listening to someone saying about Hanley, about Milk turning quicker than Hanley. He's actually one of the quickest defenders going about when he gets going. I thought for a, for a goal, for their goal, he was easily pushed off the ball. He was, it was weak defending. Uh, McTominay and Patterson should have probably done better as well as Scotland came in. But I think when you look at guys like, for instance, Cal McGregor, he's a fantastic footballer. Mount of football he's played this season is incredible. John McGinn is the same. You're not telling me we've not got guys on that bench that can come on, give us a bit of freshness. It's not like we're playing a top top side. You know we're playing. They're actually a poor side that we are look uh, making look good tonight. Uh, so I thought that there were an opportunity. Whether yeah, Adams, you can make a case for Stewart because he's obviously a boy full of confidence. Uh, he's been brilliant at Sunderland. There's reports going about now that, you know, Rangers are looking to bring him to Ibrox. So would it have been worth giving him a go tonight? Maybe. Stephen's talked about Grant Hanley there. And yes, Grant Hanley has had some very good nights in a Scotland shirt over the past couple of years as well. But tonight, Grant Hanley hasn't been on it. Neither has Scott McTominay, neither has Jack, Can uh, Jack Henry. Sorry, that back three just look really disjointed any ball over the top they seem to be just all over the place straight balls uh, early on uh, were causing all sorts of problems the three looked like they had never played together in a Scotland strip um, Andrew um, a chance here for Scotland John McGinn yeah. on the turn and that is a goal for Scotland and it was a ball to the back post to Nathan Patterson he laid it back across to John McGinn and John McGinn has the goal for Scotland it's Armenia 1 Scotland 3 and Stephen what did you make of that one? I don't know, I'm sitting in the car I'm doing just <laughs> <laughs> I hope the description was good enough anyway But yeah, I'll go to, go to Gordon DL Who did see it And uh, Scotland just playing the ball down the left It was a ball in from Greg Taylor Deep to Nathan Patterson And, and that's what you can do when you've got these wing backs It was one wing back to the other Nathan Patterson with the first time ball back across And John McGinn controlling it with his back to goal Just shifted sort of out the way of it So he could open up his body and find the bottom corner Yes, uh, you've got to say it's a a very well taken goal It's a terrific build up Uh, You're right when you say the two wing backs are so high up the pitch But you can afford that Andrew Because they're down to 10 men 
You've got that advantage. You make the pitch as big as you possibly can. Get your two wing backs on the touchline. Um, Taylor there, a ball into the back post. Patterson plays it in. What a fantastic touch it was from again. He's just turned and uh, it's a good finish. That puts the game to bed. Now, maybe Stephen will get his wish. Maybe Steve Clark will look at some of these players that have had long, long seasons. This game's finished. It's just a case of how many goals he's score now. Great opportunity to get players on the pitch. Give them an opportunity to see what they can do. Is that what you'd like to see, Stephen? Not only Scotland go on and score a few more goals, but to give some guys a chance that maybe haven't seen too much action in a Scotland shirt? Yeah, definitely. I think the guy, Stuart for Sunderland, he's got to get a shout. We've got to see what this guy can do. He's been called up to the squad with big credentials. He's had a good season. Give the guy a shout. As you said, they've just scored again. It's 3-1. Give the guy a shout. Give him 30 minutes to see how we can go on there and see what he can do in the shirt. John McGinn has scored a lot of goals for Scotland under Steve Clark. That now puts him joint 10th in Scotland's all-time top scorers list. Now, I don't think it says too much for the joint mm. the sort of top 10 because I think you only need to score about 13 goals to get in there but it shows the contribution that, that John McGinn can give the Scotland side especially when you get them in those forward areas well we know John McGinn on his game is a, is a high quality player um, you know he came in for a bit of criticism a few weeks ago against Ukraine he missed a terrific opportunity and an important time but uh, he's usually been one of our main players Andrew He's been very good for Scotland But he scored his goal It's 3-1 I, I don't see the point In keeping the McGinns and the McGregors I'm sure their manager's sitting at home If they're watching the game or not Especially Postacoglu with Cal McGregor How many games has he played in the last two seasons? You know, what is the point of keeping the lad on? Um, get someone on the middle, middle of the part Where it's a Lewis Ferguson Where it's a David Turnbull Whatever it may be an opportunity there same up front yes I think it's crying out to see what Ross Stewart I, I, I don't like the fact to maybe wait until 80 minutes 85 minutes you know get them on as Scotland break away here they should really put this game to bed now yeah potential chance Shea Adams just into the box now a curling effort into the bottom corner and Scotland are now on easy street it's 4-1 a good finish for him and it is a long overdue goal for Shea Adams as well who has worked hard he helped set up the Goal and he looks a bit disappointed there. Shea Adams, is there a chance that this goal's maybe going to get chalked off, or is that was just a bit frustration that he's finally got the goal he was looking for? I think it's going to stand. Yeah, yeah, it's a good finish. Um, you know they hit them in the counter attack. Um, no, he's timed his run perfectly yep. well. It's a two v one situation. He's just taking it, and he's one of these guys just now. He's looking and thinking, I've got to hit the back in it. That's a good finish. That is a real good finish. Uh, they're in easy street. Now it's a case of maybe saying, right, you've got your goal. The confidence is there. Get Stuart on. Give him a break because he's, he's played in most of the games. He's got his goal as well. He'll be feeling good about himself. And um, as I say, I would like to see now Steve Clark deciding to bring on fresh faces and giving people decent amount of time to go and bed or sell into this game because there are plenty more goals here for Scotland well thank you to Stephen 01419511025 if you want to let us know what you're thinking of this Scotland game 4-1 up against Armenia now who went down to 10 men just before half time Gordon you're talking about you know making those changes now whether it's getting the likes of Ross Stewart or Jacob Brown on will Shea Adams be thinking oh no no I, I don't want to come off here I might have played a lot of football over this international break but now that I've got one goal we're playing against 10 men I want to go out there and grab more of course it will be because you're selfish as a striker you want to score goals you will look at this situation now in the second half and think 
there's got to be more opportunities for me to to find the back end eh, and really, you know, start scoring goals. But I just think as a manager, um, you've got to be looking at your bench and thinking, right, these guys have been about the squad. They're desperate for an opportunity, Andrew. Um, you know, they, they could easily been away in holiday and relax because it's been a hard season for everyone concerned. But they've stuck with the Scotland squad. They've sat there. They've travelled. It's a long journey. Um, you know they've trained hard. They're just sitting in that bench thinking, "Give me an opportunity, but give me enough time to go on and show you exactly what I can do, and hopefully, you know, make another impact." But uh, yeah, I do understand that Adams will be thinking, "I could get a few more goals here." We have no idea how this game would have panned out otherwise, but that red card for Armenia right before half time, right before Scotland scored their second goal, is looking like a real gift now because if it had gone in. 11 against 11, one all at half time. There would have been, you know, a lot of worrying noises coming out of it. And it hadn't been a great first half performance, but now that Scotland have been able to kick on and, and get those goals, it just relaxes everything, well, doesn't you, it? You can never predict football, but I would probably honestly say that if it was 11 v 11, I don't know if we would have went in 2 1 up. And I'm certainly sure that after 55 minutes in the clock, I don't think we'd be 4 1 up. So, um, as much as that's not Scotland's problem, you've got to take the advantage of it. It's not nothing to do with them. It was just silly from the player. Um, he deserved the card. He left his teammates in real trouble. Scotland have, you know, I think they've pushed their wing backs up. They've made the part, uh, the, big, the part bigger. They've knocked the ball about quicker. They've caused problems, created chances. And you've got to say, some good finishing as well. Well, 01419511025 on the phones. Jamie is up next in Birmingham. Jamie, what have you made of the game so far? It was a shocking first half, if I'm being honest. I mean, the, first, the last five minutes was more like us, but the first 25 minutes was absolute poor. I mean, you've got to look at it. Ukraine, I mean, not Ukraine, sorry. Um, Armenia scored the first shot they had, and they'd done that against Ukraine as well. That's a bit alarming. And Stephen O'Donnell, should have been on from the start rather than Hendry. What's your thoughts? Um, well, he's decided to go with Stephen O'Donnell plays down the right hand side where you know Patterson's playing, and uh, he's got to give Patterson the opportunity. Taylor's in the left hand side, and he deserves to be in there as well because obviously Robertson didn't travel the captain. It gives Taylor, and for a second, uh, third goal, sorry, it was Taylor and Patterson that you know. Uh, Taylor to Patterson, Patterson in it, McGinn and McGinn a good finish. So, um, no, I think a lot of Scotland fans watched the first 44 minutes. You would have been highly disappointed. I'm sure Steve Clark must have been highly disappointed with some of the performance, especially the defending. For three guys that play at a decent, decent level, as I say, Hanley has got good pace. Um, McTominay is a top, top player. Henry's had a good season in Belgium. You can't just get beat with straight balls over the top and problems getting caused. So, second half better, but I'm sure, and I think everybody would agree, after 44 minutes, the sending off has changed the game. But well done to Scotland, they've capitalised on it. Is that the concerning thing, though, that playing against a team that are ranked, what is it, 92nd in the mm. world, it shouldn't take for Armenia to have a man sent off for Scotland to be able to 
actually grab this game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, and and that's why I'm saying I think that most of the Scotland fans sitting watching this tonight or even travelled over there to support the team would have been highly disappointed up to that 44 minutes, although it was 1-1, st- because Armstrong got us back in the game very quickly and um, you know took a little bit of pressure off us because the home team had a lot to hang on to and they looked dangerous at times, as I say, we had just these fruit balls over the top causing our defence a lot of problems, but the minute the sending off goes, the second one goes in before half-time, the game's put to bed and they've come out and they've added to that and they're now very, very comfortable and that's why I think that Steve Clark should be looking and thinking right now about making changes and giving some players rest and giving some players opportunity. Is that what you're hoping to see, Jamie? Are you hoping to see some changes in the last half an hour or so, get some guys in the park that, that maybe yeah, I, are after some game time? 100% agree. You've got to be some like some changes at the back because if they don't, we could be another one down. I know they've only got 10 men, but going forward, they've been quite strong. Yeah, I mean, Scotland haven't been too bothered in this second half so far as they looked across the halfway line again, but is it a case of the, the, the strikers, the ones on the bench, that they'll be the ones looking that this is a real opportunity for them? Ross Stewart, Jacob Brown, even David Turnbull, guys like mm. that who can get goals from midfield? Yeah, of course it will be. Um, I, I think Ross Stewart will certainly be licking his lips at the opportunity of getting on there because he's been in great goal-scoring form for Sunderland they've just got promoted as well uh, he was a massive part of that and that's the reason why he's in the Scotland squad now that's the reason why he's attracting interest from Rangers um, you don't even need to take Adams off You're, you know you don't need the extra midfield you don't need the extra man at the back to start with you don't need to play by back three you can go to a four stick your two full backs high up the pitch and stick a centre forward up rather than play three at the back just go two v their one because uh, they'll only keep one striker up, we know that for a fact. So they'll not they'll not go overrun the middle of the park, and it would give great opportunity to work as a striker and uh, you know as a partnership and to see if he can get more goals. Yeah, maybe another chance here for Scotland. Stuart Armstrong, he's after a hat trick, but this one from the edge of the box goes just wide. But that is sixty minutes on the clock. Thank you to Jamie oh one four one nine five one. 1025 if you want to get in touch currently 4-1 to Scotland we'll bring you more after these you are the voice of Scottish football call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL here with me Andrew McLean in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard it's Armenia 1 Scotland 4 just about 66 minutes into the game in Yerevan, Scotland Turning it round It was an early goal they conceded Around 6 or 7 minutes in But two goals before half time From Stuart Armstrong They were either side Of a red card for Armenia And Scotland have stepped it up In the last few minutes Almost forcing another goal In the break there Gordon It was a Shea Adams shot That was tipped over the top Yeah good effort Good turn uh, Good strike And uh, you've got to give the, the goalkeeper A bit of credit but delighted to see three substitutions coming on. Bit of fresh legs there. Gilmore, it's not really happened for him lately. Uh, he's been replaced. It gives a, a, a great chance to Turnbull in the middle of the park. I think he's got fantastic ability, the boy. Oh, Lewis Ferguson, I think it was a caller. The first caller come on. Was it Stephen? It was mm-hmm. crying out for Ferguson or, um, to come on the pitch. Just a bit surprising. Obviously, Ralston comes on for Patterson. Uh, just surprised that he's may not looked at 
the forward situation with Stewart because I think everybody would like to see what he can bring to the table because he's been well talked about, you know, with the Sunderland and the goals and he's earned his right to be in the Scotland squad. I'd, I'd like to see the boy given an opportunity. Yeah, well, those three changes were Gilmore, McGinn and Patterson coming off, Ferguson, Turnbull and Ralston getting some game time as well. Ralston's impressed in this window. Nathan Patterson came in after not playing for a long, long time due to injury and got himself an assist. So it looks as if there'll be a good bit of competition for that right wing back spot going forward. Yeah, and you've still got, uh, you know, Stephen O'Donnell. Yeah, Hickey's uh, played still, there as well. You've still got Hickey, that, but I, I think that, to be fair, if I was looking at Hickey, I, I would probably look up on the other side. I think he'd probably be more comfortable on the left, but... That's a berth over there that uh, Andy Robertson certainly holds down that number one. Uh, but good competition and good substitutions in the fact that it doesn't weaken the side because I think uh, Gilmore obviously didn't didn't hit the heights in the last few games that he's been involved in and tonight we hardly seen any impact from him. Um, you know, Ferguson's been very good at Aberdeen and everybody's been crying out for him to get a shot so he's got plenty of time 20 odd minutes um, gives him a good opportunity and it'll be interesting but Ralston has been terrific he's been terrific for Celtic this season as well and he's just taking on he's carried on he gets his goal as well at Hamden which obviously boosts his confidence so I think we'll get more substitutions um, in the next maybe 10-15 minutes Gilmore coming off not another Classic performance you'd say from Billy Gilmore Do you think he just looks low on confidence Because he burst onto the scene He had some fantastic performances for Chelsea a while back He then picked up an injury But he had some really good games for Scotland Remember down at Wembley against England That loan move to Norwich Just hadn't worked out for him last season And maybe his last few appearances in a Scotland shirt He's not been the player we've seen before As uh, Armenia have just What a corner there I think it was A long it's range a effort that That's was tipped wide by Craig Gordon, yeah, he was uh, he was worrying there. Craig Gordon had to tip that one round, a decent strike from distance. Yeah, um, you got to say that's a very good save from Craig Gordon. The lad just decides to take on his favourite left foot, he pulls the trigger, and he had Craig Gordon scrambling along along the goals there, and it was a very good save, tucked round the corner, um, as obviously Scotland defend this uh, corner and. Look to hit Armenia in the break, but it breaks down. But no, um, yeah, you're going back to Gilmore. Uh, look, he's at that stage of his career. He's still very young. He's not had a lot of what you call first team experience. He doesn't, you know, he's not been playing first team week in, week out for years. That'll come. He'll, he'll have his ups and his downs. The one thing you know about him is he's a very, very talented player. And he certainly will be around the Scotland squad for a long time to come. Is what happens with him next season really important now? Because Chelsea have triggered an extension to his contract, so he's now got another two years left on that. It's now about... You wouldn't maybe expect, based on last season, that it'll be in and about the Chelsea first team, potentially a loan move is next for him. It's about picking the, the right move because that Norwich loan move didn't look as if it was the right one for him. Yeah, it's so important. He's got to get it right because I think that... The move to Norwich has affected his, his um, sort of a form uh, as they come close again. I, I just think you're defending tonight. I think right now, if you gave me a pair of Adidas uh, football boots, I could score against that back three. They've been that poor. Um, I just think that Gilmore has really got to, to... I think he's offside. I think he's got to pick the right uh, club. I think Chelsea, it's a big decision. You're right. 
Andrew A He's not at the level just now That he's going to be in about that Chelsea squad Playing a lot of games Being involved in it I know Chelsea have got such a massive squad And they're talented players But Gilmore has got to get out there Get a club that suits him Get a club that the fans appreciate what he brings Because I don't think the Norwich fans did and, you know, I think the boy will kick on from them. It's just a matter of getting games. And every player will tell you, there's nothing better than putting a good week's work in and training and just that excitement of looking forward to the game at the weekend, whether it be a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah, Scotland pushing for that fifth with around 71 and a half minutes on the clock. Let's go back to the phones. 01419511025. Andy is up next in Finiston. Andy, what have you made of what you've seen so far? Hi, how you doing, guys? Oh, the first half, I was, uh, I'm a lot happier now, but I'm saying if it was like this, I've seen the first half, I know that sounds stupid, but see, we went in attack, I panicked, because as soon as we lost that ball, they, that big long ball, it was by three, were absolutely diabolical. I mean, I was really panicking. Every time we lost the ball, up in their half, one long ball, and they're through. So, they, they, and I kept going, we're going to change it. It's Steve Clark's, I keep saying this to you Carl sometimes he, d- he sees things are happening he doesn't change things Why do you think that is Gordon because it was quite clear in that first half that the back three were having a real mm. torrid time Armenia were getting in behind their players were getting out muscled do you think Steve Clark was just showing faith that he thought this back three would be able to to pull yeah, it all together Yeah I, th- I think that's the case And plus the fact If you said that to Steve Clark Right now He would rightly turn around And say well We're leading the game 4-1 You can have the argument That the sending off In 44 minutes Change the game In my opinion It certainly did I was still expecting Celt- uh, Celt- um, Scotland in the second half As i seen McGregor there <laughs> uh, Scotland in the second half To come out And be better And score goals Because <sighs> If, if I'm honest People say there's no easy games In international football This team's rank, ranked 92 Norway I think beat them 9-0 Not that long ago They've got honest pros in there But they're not a good side And they were causing us All sorts of problems Just with straight balls Over the top And you've got three guys in there They're not three rookies They're three experienced boys Especially McDominate plays At a level of Manchester United Hanley's been very good for Scotland And you talk about his pace He's Hanley's blessed with pace He's a very quick centre back He looks very strong and powerful at set plays And yet the first goal He just gets brushed off the ball It was too easy I, th- I, I think that Steve Clark looked and thought You know, these guys will need to figure this out for themselves as Jacob Yeah, there's Brown, going to be a yeah. change here for Scotland Jacob Brown is going to make his way onto the park Shea Adams is coming off and we'll get probably a better look at Jacob Brown than we have done in previous matches because he's come off the bench a few times now I think this is maybe his fourth cap for Scotland but we've still not really seen too much of what he's capable of because it's all been cameo appearances Yeah I think think, um, I'm I'm glad to see you know I would have liked to see Ross Stewart only because I sort of followed his career up here and you know for the Ross County I know that he came from the lower I was at the junior leagues he started yeah, you know and he, and he worked very hard and he got, there was a few clubs down sort of uh, urban he, way I think and he's moved to he moved to Ross County he's moved to Sunderland big club down there we all know that he's been terrific got promotion so from a selfish point of view I'd like to have seen you know a bit of him tonight especially just now when we're getting balls in the wider areas and putting them in the box. He's a big lad. He can go and attack them and probably, you know, cause problems. But 
Jacob Brown's been in or around the squad and Steve Clark will probably feel that he's first in the pecking order because he's been more about the Scotland squad than, than Ross Stewart. So I think he's maybe looked at that and thought, no, I, I would rather give him a better opportunity than now. Ross Stewart's chance might come in the future. Andy, despite that first half display, was the main thing just about going out there, getting the three points tonight and getting a bit of positivity back? Oh, definitely. And uh, I mean, the second half performance, the players, you know, they, 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 look, they, look, they don't look tired now, you know, they look a wee bit more up in it. But it was definitely, and, this, and I said 4-1 so far is a lot. You know, it's not just a, three points, obviously, yeah, but now it's a great performance now, albeit against 10 men, not a great team, but I'll settle for that any day. <laughs> yeah, there was talk on the phones last night, Gordon, people saying they wanted Steve Clark out. If it had gone wrong tonight, those calls only would have been ramped up and then you're at the end of an international break where you then don't have until September to, to try and claw things back the fact that Scotland have gone out they've they've done the job they needed to do tonight but, but there'll still be some doubters out there and, and what their argument will be tonight Andrew will be all focused on the first 44 minutes and let me just say if they, if they come out with that I think they would have an argument because up until 44 minutes I thought Scotland were terrible all over a pitch I thought they didn't control the middle part they had nothing in the forward left uh, Armstrong was making good runs that he looked dangerous at the back they were shambles and let's be honest they were an absolute shambles so I would understand the doubters argument of up until the first 44 minutes and then what they will say well okay we get they went down to 10 men but you've still got to go out and produce against 10 men and Scotland have went out and put this game to bed. So you've got to give them a wee bit of credit there. But I don't think this would be as comfortable if this was 11 v 11. I've got to be honest. I can't predict, obviously, football games. But I, just the way the game was going, I thought we looked... I, I think we looked a bit off it. You look at guys like Gilmore. You look at the back three. The wing backs weren't getting involved. We didn't see anything of Adams. We lost a goal. We looked like we could have lost another one. Um, so I do believe the, the, the sending off changed the game. That's nothing to do with Steve Clark of Scotland. They've still a job to do. And all credit to them. They've done that job. Andy, I think there's one more change Steve Clark can make in this game. Is there anyone in particular you'd like to see get the game time? Well, I think everybody was saying, I thought the boy Ross would have come on. I really did. I thought they gave him some more time, you know. Uh, I, even... Well, we said he managed to go. I thought he'd, I know uh, God was saying about the boy Jacob, but I thought Ross Stewart would get at least half an hour, especially with a four-one up. I like to have seen him coming on and give him, you know, run on ten minutes or something, give him a good half hour. Yeah, well, Steve Clark will have seen him up close in a couple of camps now, so he's clearly basing his decision mm -hmm. on what he's seen so far. There's no doubt that you think Ross Stewart will get his chance for Scotland at some point, but it doesn't look as if it's going to be. This window we may well get the last 10 minutes or so in this game if, if Steve Clark wants to change it up or maybe you know take Jacob Brown back slightly into one of the um, forward positions and stick Ross Stewart up top. The reason I'm a bit surprised with, with, with Stewart is not because I think Jacob Brown deserves his chance like everybody else. He's always turned up for the squads. He's been in good form with his club. Um, he's waited patiently for his chance. So of course he deserves it. But I just think looking at this team who are defending very narrow because of the 10 men. Scotland have got bags of ball on the wide area. You've seen Ralston there putting a few balls into the box. Greg Taylor's been up on the left-hand side. 
Why not just sacrifice someone at the back? You don't need three defenders at the back. Take someone off. Put Rod Stewart. Uh, Rod, Rod Stewart. Get him a song. <laughs> you know, let him have a wee sing song in the in the way up. Put Rod Stewart up the top um, with Jacob Brown and put the deliveries in there. And I think that would cause all sorts of problems. Well, thank you to Andy 01419511025 if you want to get in touch. Still 4-1 to Scotland, just over 10 minutes left on the clock. A couple of things from today I wanted to touch on, Gordon. The first of which, Rangers Hall of Fame inductee Davey Wilson has sadly passed away at the age of 85. 158 goals and 373 appearances. He won four league titles, five Scottish Cups and two League Cups. He also got into Dundee United's and Scotland's Hall of Fame as well That's quite something To get into three separate Hall of Fames isn't it? Yeah A terrific servant To Scottish football uh, Andrew Not just uh, As you mentioned there He, he played for his country uh, Over 300 odd games For Rangers uh, Very well loved at Ibrox um, I remember seeing him uh, When I used to go to the games And he'd be about the, the club And he was always there Supporting the club um, you know, sad loss for uh, for for everyone concerned with his family and everything. Sad loss for Rangers as well, but uh, a terrific, a terrific player. Yeah, well said. It is now ten minutes to go in the Scotland game. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. If you want to let us know what you think of it, we'll give you full time next. Tackle the headlines. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Play one super scoreboard. Gordon DL here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Five minutes to go in Yerevan, Scotland leading 4-1 against Armenia. And there's going to be a Scotland debut now. Alan Campbell coming on for Grant Hanley. So it's going to be a change of shape. And as a motherwell boy, that'll be one you'll like seeing. Yeah, he's been terrific. For He's had a great season with Luton. Um, just missed out in promotion as well. Was in the playoffs. Uh, by all accounts, he's been a star down there. He's be, he was a terrific player at Motherwell and uh, he decided to go down to England and uh, try his trade down there and delighted to see him getting an opportunity. You must look at a Scotland manager and think, well, if you're a centre-forward, I'm not going to get a lot of opportunities because he's made five subs tonight. Three of them have been midfield players. One defender, Ralston. That's four and he's stuck one forward on. So uh, if I was going in the Scotland squad, I'd be telling them I'm a midfield player because I think you've got a better chance at a cap. Luton are always one of these clubs over the last couple of seasons anyway that always surprise me whenever I see them on the league table because I always expect that they're like a League 1 or a League 2 club and they were pushing for the playoffs in the Championship potentially looking at promotion to the Premier League. Alan Campbell's gone in there and I think he won like four different Player of the Year awards for the yeah. club. He's been absolutely brilliant. So... As you say, he has earned that because he's gone into what is a very tough league, the English Championship, and performed very, very well. Yeah, Andrew, I used to watch a lot of the, the Championship. Well, a chance for Armenia here, and that looked like, was that a good save by Craig Gordon? Maybe a block on the line. Was it was a ball cut back on the right-hand side. I think the lad, uh, number 13, because I ain't trying <laughs> to pronounce that, uh, I think he'll be a bit disappointed, doesn't he, put that in the back end. Eh? Once again, our defending Tonight has been I don't know if it's just a lack of concentration Maybe relaxed a little bit Because the game's finished But the defending tonight Steve Clark will be really disappointed with that He must be Yeah that's not the type of chance when You know you're 4-1 up But you've got 11 men against 10 men Against Armenia That's really not the type of chance you should be giving up So easily as well Yeah and and if you're Steve Clark And we were talking about the doubters And there are doubters out there Let's not be carried um, Let's not kid ourselves on But there's doubters Every manager, every club 
if they score against our 11 men, especially how poor they are, it just brings a little bit of that added pressure. Once again, just to say, just another long uh, ball over the top, isn't it? You know, and we've got defenders running with their hands up in the air, claiming for offside. They're not; they're all over the place at the back. It's good play. It's a good block. It's uh, yeah, Anthony, Anthony Ralston. Ralston. Was. Yeah, he's in the right position because that that lad feels like he's going to hit the back of the net there and cause problems. But I just cannot believe at this level. Yes, you can you can make excuses. Maybe getting caught with one ball over the top, not. Consistently, every time they decide to play a ball over your your back three or your back four, or whatever it may be, and you're getting caught out and causing problems, that's uh, it's not good defending at this level. Well, we still want to hear from you. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones. Just a couple of minutes left in this game with Scotland four one up against Armenia. Two Scotland players down with a head knock after an Armenia corner. Looks as if they maybe clashed heads. With each other there They did indeed It was Is that McTominay and Hendry? Yeah it Looks a sore one They just run into each other um, Oh it is a sore one Yeah, That does kind of Sum up The Scotland's defending Tonight The the back three And, and now to a back four It's just not been They've just not been in Sort of In tandem with each other Have they? Uh, yeah I think it's I think it's a bit worrying um, <clears throat> I think her defending Has been very poor Against not a great quality side. I think if you were up against one of the top sides and you defended it like that tonight, you get well punished. Um, you know, we see it again there. A ball across the back to Jack Henry. It comes, he's running away. He's back to he's, he's, he's back to the ball. It hits his heel and causes us all sorts of problems. Um, as I say, I, I do... I'm delighted it's 4-1. I think it is sometimes difficult playing against 10 men. But... The 44 minutes when the lad foolishly gets sent off, I think that played right into the hands of Scotland because I don't think this would have been as comfortable as it is. Yeah, Scotland are going to win this game. Just about 30 seconds left of the regulation 90 at the moment. It's been clear to see that over this international break that there have been quite a few issues with the Scotland team. Now that the next group of games aren't until September, does this give Steve Clark a good amount of time to sort of sit and go away and, and have a think about exactly where the Scotland team needs to go next yeah but he's very confident in the players and I like that he comes out no matter what happens and he backs them but oh that looked like a poor yeah, challenge that there and that red could be as well. a red card potentially and Anthony Ralston's now getting involved and Scott McTominay there's a few players pushing and shoving here but it was a heavy heavy challenge by the Armenian player yeah, on Lewis red. Ferguson it's all getting a bit ugly it's now red. but it is a red card the referee has taken the red card out of his pocket he's just waiting to brandish it and he has down now Armenia down to nine men and you could tell straight away he lunged in it looked high and it was just a poor poor challenge it was a terrible challenge uh, I've got to say I don't uh, reckless I don't know what the lad's thinking of I really don't. Um, you know, his team have lost the game. He's just get caught up. I don't know, frustration. I don't know what it was. But he's just lunged in there. He's, he's given the referee um, no choice to make. It's a straight red card for me. Terrible, terrible challenge, especially late on in the game. You know, um, it's, uh, he's just out Ooh, of control. Yeah, yeah that, is, that, that to me is a leg breaker, that. It's, it's foolish. It's... It's uh, he just lunges. He's always oh, over the top. Yeah, he's got two even in slow, yeah, even in slow motion, that looks a real sore one. 
Um, and deservedly so gets a red card and gets sent off but uh, really let his country down I think they're disciplined tonight uh, first half and then at the end of the first half and at the end of the second half has been very very poor 01419511025 if you want to get in touch Colin is next up in St George's Cross Colin what's on your mind tonight? Evening lads how are we doing? All good Colin yourself? Yeah good thank you Uh, my point is on the, the boy Ross Stewart um, I don't know if it's just perhaps maybe me but I'm not getting the hype over this boy at all and to be perfectly frank I wouldn't want to see him in a Rangers jersey I think he'd be a backward step to what we've got What do you make of that Gordon? Um, I, I think that Rangers are interested in he's, he's brought the attention to Ibrox with his performances with Sunderland um, you know I the, the lad's worked his way and he's worked very hard to be successful. You know, he started at the very bottom of the ladder. He's worked away very... He's a very good pro. I remember seeing him at Ross County. Sometimes he played out in the left flank. You know, he'd done a poor work, scored goals for Ross County. Uh, got his move to Sunderland. He's bagged a few. Um, it certainly give Rangers a different option the way they're playing is... A great play there from Yeah almost a, a yeah. Debut goal for Alan Campbell There a really nice yeah. play One two is between Himself and Stuart Armstrong mm. To get into the box But a good block but Eventually it, to but, stop Scotland getting a fifth But you just wonder Would Rangers have to Because you know I don't think he's a He's not a Morelis type of player I think he's got Decent pace over the top He's a tall lad He can go and win His battles in the air So It just depends on How Van Bronckhorst would see him fitting into that squad and into that style of play. I'll be I'll be one to watch over the coming days and coming weeks to see if Rangers really go out and make a, a, a you know a serious bid for him. Well, thank you to Colin. Unfortunately, that's all we've got time for on the phones because we are running out of time a bit. But make sure to call us back again sometime soon. And it looks as if full time whistle is about thirty seconds away. There may be a wee bit of time added on because of that. Red card towards the end Armenia down to nine men Scotland 4-1 up I actually think it's two brothers That have been sent off For Armenia In this game Which is quite something But two Completely deserved Red cards for them And Scotland have have Sort of pushed on After their first red card And and managed to get the goals Yeah and the way it looked They might have a family night out tonight And they had to get away early From the stadium uh, Andrew But um, The first one was Foolish uh, but the second one was a horrendous tackle and certainly deserved uh, an early shower and, you know, a red card because there's no place in the game for that. That could have been a serious injury to to the Scotland player and I just thought it was a very, very reckless tackle. Well, just as the full-time whistle is about to go, another bit of news I wanted to touch on earlier, but the show's been so busy. Tam Courts has left Dundee United by mutual agreement today. He, of course, took over last summer guided them to fourth place they got European football loads of reports last week he could be on his way to Croatia uh, the club have now said that he's asked to explore opportunities and they seemed happy enough to come to an agreement with him yeah bit, su- bit surprised uh, first year as a rookie um, you know a lot of people doubted the appointment he certainly he certainly um, you know had a terrific season with Dundee United brought in a lot of young players attracted attention from elsewhere and all I can say to him is I wish him all the very best in his new venture. Yeah, well, that is full time in Yerevan. It's Scotland 4, Armenia 1. And you know, scenes at the end, it's looking a wee bit ugly again. Just a, a couple of bits of pushing and shoving there after two Armenia red cards during the game. But Scotland have gone to Yerevan 
They've got the win And Steve Clark will be a happier man Than he was earlier on this week Yeah he'll be a happier man With uh, the second half um, You know getting the win Ended up comfortable He's still a lot of work to do He'll go and strip that down And there'll be a lot of negatives in there As much as positives But the good thing tonight is It was all about going there Getting the three points And they've achieved that Yeah a couple of goals for Stuart Armstrong One for John McGinn And one for Shea Adams Scotland end this international window With a 4-1 win Away to Armenia in Yerevan It's the result that Steve Clark Would have been wanting And now it's on to the qualifiers in September but now the domestic football that is the last game of the season really so it's looking forward to transfers it's looking forward to what the domestic teams are going to do going forward so make sure to join me again tomorrow I'll be with Scotland women's captain Rachel Corsi we'll look back on this game tonight and make sure to stick around tonight because Callum Gallagher's up next <laughs> <laughs>